Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Welcome to another episode of the Do Better podcast. How are you? How has the last seven days been? Um, I kind of hope that one day I'll actually get an answer back to that. Um, But as it is, it's just me in the office. Actually with the dog who you might be able to hear fidgeting in the background. Um, She has this waterproof bed with a lovely comfortable blanket on it, but she chooses to throw the blanket away and just kind of pad around on the horrible abrasive waterproof surface. But there we are. What can I say? Um, I've just got back from racing at Eton over the weekend um, as I record this. So um, really great day out. Really nice to be back on the racing scene. And I tell you what, it's nice to be back racing at a big event like that um, and not have all the like funny COVID measures in place, which is really refreshing. Um, Met up with some of the sponsors as well. Um, So Richard Crawford Small from the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs, the kind of primary sponsor um, who kicked off the GBH group. Uh, dream by buying all my kit for me when we first started out um so big shout out to him um dropped in for a little barbecue and also met up with one of the sponsors um afterwards as well so um to have a little coffee afterwards so just remember if you are one of the sponsors or you do want to come and see any of the races um I do try and let people know where I'm racing. So it's always good to kind of meet up with people um, after the races and things like that. So if you ever see me at any of the races, like pop over, say hi, grab a coffee with me. Um, I don't bite. I usually am quite friendly, contrary to popular belief. Um, Which leads me on to this week's topic. Um, I realised over the weekend that one of the things that was really nice about being back to post-COVID racing was actually seeing people in person and kind of being able to hang out and hug people. um, Yeah, and just generally kind of chatter and be human beings. And I've also had some conversations with clients this week that have really made me think about how important that kind of human contact is to us. We are group creatures. We value pack mentality. We feel most comfortable with structure to social groups, however subtle that might be, whether it's kind of formal structure in terms of, you know, politics, work environments, that sort of thing, or more informal social environments. You know, you've always got the the kind of like mum of the group, um, the quiet one, the noisy one, you know, all that kind of thing. So we do value social interaction and social structure. We all need time alone, some more than others, and some see the value in that more than others. And I often actually find that a lot of people are not making enough time for themselves, specifically alone. But when we see how loneliness affects, for example, the elderly, um, and in fact, when we see how isolation has affected us all um, in recent times, it becomes clear just how vital it is for humans to be surrounded by others. And it might be a family at home, it might be friends nearby, it might even be colleagues, it might be people from groups um, that you share a common activity with, you know, knitting circles, running groups, whatever it is that you're up to. But nobody can deny the value in face-to-face interactions with other humans. And in this day and age, I also think that, you know, online online and telephone style kind of interactions um, still hold value 
compared with being left on your own. But the fact is, seeing a friendly face, interacting with others, whether it's on a kind of like 2D screen kind of level or or in 3D in person, um, we need to be interacting with others. And I had a conversation with a client this week who's having a bit of a tricky time. And I asked the question, what is your support network? Who is it? Who is in there? And there was a bit of a pause and the answer came, I am the strong one. My friends around me are struggling, they're suffering, I'm the strong one. And it was quite clear to me that there was a bit of a problem here. Now, I think that most people who work with me and probably a lot of you guys who regularly listen to the podcast will feel like you are the strong one. And it is great to be a leader and be in a position to help and inspire others. That is absolutely fantastic. And within our social structures, we need the strong kind of leadership types. But what happens when it's you that needs the help and support? So you as a leader, as the strong one, what happens when you start to struggle? It can be really challenging to admit that you need help if you're a stubborn, independent potato like me. Um, And there's also this kind of nagging little external pressure that says if you're asking for help, it demonstrates a weakness. And if people see that, then they won't respect me as a leader. You know, I won't be fit for purpose. I'm supposed to be the strong one. And if people see that I am not strong all of the time, then they will reject me. And this comes from our kind of ancestral past. If you think about ape-like groups, um, you know, you've got the the strong kind of male leader at the top there who can't show any weakness because if he gets injured or something like that, then you're going to get a rival male try and come and take over that group. And so this is where that comes from, is that we don't want to show any weakness because we feel it affects our leadership. And we build up this facade for ourselves that says, I'm strong, I don't have any problems, you know, I'm superhuman. And sometimes it can be subtle, you know, sometimes it's something that we do quite passively, we don't think about it. But we build this other character for ourselves sometimes as leaders. We just kind of think we need to be on it all of the time and we need to demonstrate that we never show any weakness. Now, I am very fortunate to have a superhero boy at home in the shape of noodle arms who is ready and willing almost to help pretty much whenever I need him Um, you know likewise he's not offended when I tell him to bugger off and I want to do something for myself or I need space and time alone like we have a really lovely balance where we have the support for each other but we also give each other space and independence and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they are too heavy on one or the other I've also always had parents who've supported and encouraged me to get where I am today. You know, the big message always being treat others as you wish to be treated, work hard and always do your best. And I try to live by those values now, try to kind of share those values with the people around me as well. But I've also invested time and resources, energy, money into finding and engaging with brilliant coaches and mentors. Um, there are things that need emotional support from family and friends and things like that. You know, sometimes you do just need a good grumble over a big pot of tea. And I have my girlfriends for that. And we're very good at, you know, properly sinking a few brews well into the night um, and putting the world to rights. And I think everybody needs that too. Um, But there are things that need alongside that. There are things that need specialist approaches like business and sport and within those fields I engage with the people to get the best help and support I can within those kind of specialist niches Um, 
And I totally recognise that we don't all have access to a supportive family or partner or home environment. And that, I would say, is where it's even more important to really evaluate who you surround yourself with outside of your home and think about what support you need and you can access. So, you know, making sure that that friendships are reciprocal. Friendships should not be about you are the leader. That's not, you know, a friendship. You need to be equals. You can all, you know, in a friendship, you should all be able to offer something to the other person. So these relationships should be give and take. They shouldn't all be kind of off balance where you're kind of giving advice and showing leadership and supporting another person and then not doing that back for you. Um, you know, in business or in an environment where you have to be, you have to take charge and you have to be the leader, there is a little more scope for, you know, you having to go and find support outside of that. I'm not somebody that's going to turn around and say, if you're in an environment where you are the leader um, and you have people, you know, working um, for you, that you should be looking to them for emotional support, for example, nor should you be looking um, to them for specifically how to run your business. Although you do need to take on feedback from them and you do need to engage with them, but it's it's quite different. But when it comes to friends, you do need to be engaging with people on a 50-50 level. You need to surround yourself with people who have similar goals, who have similar ideals, because a friendship is not about trying to kind of gather and, and canvas a different point of view all of the time although that is sometimes important. But what you need to make sure is that you have people around you who will support you in the same way that you are able to and and would like to support them. So it's really important to evaluate the friendships that you make, but also think about the circles that you move in professionally. You know, are there other people that are in the same boat as you that you can connect with on a professional level to help support you there as well? Um, You know, if you're a single mum running a business, are there other single mums running businesses that you can surround yourself with who want to get the same things out of their business as you do? That's really, really important. Um, Are there people who are in the same kind of profession as you who are going to push you, who can give you support and expert advice? You know, those are the mentors and the peers that you can surround yourself with. And if you think about any great leader or a person, you know, that you would consider successful, I can guarantee that they will have a team of people around them to help them make the right decisions and to help them progress. And everybody needs that in some shape or form. So it doesn't matter what shape or form it takes as long as it works for you and as long as it has the right kind of values that are conducive to your success and your progress. And the thing about being the strong one is that when you give yourself that label, it is all too easy to think that that also means you're calling yourself indestructible. And that leads to a bit of a problem when you suddenly realise you're not indestructible, you're maybe struggling with something, because you're basically, you know, you've prohibited yourself from showing the normal human tendency of experiencing ups and downs. You know, that's just part of life, ebbs and flows. You're not always going to be on top of the world. Um, Likewise, when you're having a bad day, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you and that, you know, nothing's going to get better. Life is ups and downs and we have to get used to that. The important thing is to recognise when we actually need help to get out of those kind of downs. So what you need to do is be honest and relaxed about the fact that sometimes shit is difficult. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you're not fit to be a leader. Um, It means that you need to consult with the right people to turn the situation around. 
And that could be relinquishing some responsibility in your business and delegating tasks properly within that. A lot of my clients are complete control freaks, very bad at this, and we spend a very long time saying realistically, what do you actually need to be doing versus what can you get some help for? What can other people help you with? What can you delegate? Because you don't need to be doing all these tasks. And when we're doing things like time auditing and going through where we're actually spending time and how people can um, utilize their time better to move them forwards and to propel them towards their goals and success, I will often have a struggle with people and say, look, there are things in here that you're doing that you don't need to be doing. And in order to make the next step and in order to get where you want to go, you're going to have to accept that you need to let go of those. So a lot of, you know, being the strong one as well can can kind of link into these other tendencies to think I'm in control, I need to be in control, somebody else is not going to do it to my standard. The other person maybe is not going to do it exactly how you would do it, but you can still get a result that you can be happy with. Um, it's about training that person working together and, and making sure that you're putting in place the right kind of actions and and systems that help you to do that and it could be as simple as delegating some chores at home to somebody else you know it could be that you like to I don't know hoover the carpet one way you don't want to get a cleaner because you're worried they won't do it to, to the way that you want it so show them and demonstrate that and actually work with the people around you and work with the resources that you have to improve things and delegate some responsibility. It could be engaging with an online community. Um, So we do this a lot in the business world. You know, how many of you are on forums, professional forums, where you go and take advice for things? You know, I've, I've got a problem with this. Any recommendations? So, you know, using online communities and groups and things like that to do problem solving or using coaches as a sounding board um, and also an access point for more expert information. If you need more specialist advice, um, then using coaches can be really helpful. But whatever it is, always have that help available and at hand, at your fingertips. Make sure you know what you need from who and when. And that's so, so important because... You have to prepare for situations where it's not going to be great. And, you know, when when you're riding high and everything's going great, it's really easy to, to kind of forget about these things. But like I say, life is ups and downs. And in order to kind of experience that, you know, intense joy and that really nice high, you've got to have the lows. And it's really important to make sure that you've got people to guide you through that, to help support you, to help keep pushing you in the right direction when it doesn't feel like actually you want to go there. Um, So I would urge you all just to take stock and think about the people that you have around you. Um, And I would also urge you to try and compartmentalize that a little bit because again, the further up the food chain you go, you know, when you look at many great leaders in the world, um, you know, they're not kind of sharing their problems with going home and being like, I need to ring my mum or my wife or whatever. You have a specialist team around you because you don't want to be bringing stress home from another environment into your family environment. It is really important to compartmentalize your life a little bit. Um, That doesn't mean that you have to have two different characters. It means that you need to be the same continuous person, but you need to let go of the stressful bits from each part of your life so that you can effectively move. Oh, I'm yawning all the way through. That's not very good, is it? (laughs) And that you can effectively move through each of the areas of your life and still keep giving your best shot every time you're there. Um, so food for thought have a little think about what the support networks are around you who is it that you can turn to for specialist advice um, to be a sounding board when you need it you know who can you get feedback from and who can you get the emotional support when you actually just need to vent Um, so really important Um, that's it for this week 
little bit shorter than our previous week's podcast, which you'll probably all be glad about. Um, I believe Simon's mum listened to the podcast and uh, just said that that was very long. Um, But I wanted to do Simon justice and I felt that we needed to let him talk. So hopefully you all enjoyed that. Um, Again, as always, get in touch with me. It's always really nice to hear your feedback about the podcast. Um, And if you've got any suggestions for topics that you would like to cover, because at the end of the day, this uh, coach cast, as I like to call it, um, is all about helping you guys, sharing the knowledge, sharing the inspiration, um, sharing the advice and kind of helping you all to to live a happier, healthier and longer life. So um, I hope that it is helping you to do that effectively. Um, But until next week, au revoir, take care and uh, we'll speak soon. Thanks for listening to the Do Better podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.